Blog Talk Radio. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, You guys want to start the show? Let's start the show. Saturday morning cereal. It's me, Dan Grimshay, and joining me as always is Marky. E, and joining us for the first time is Ben. Yeah, Ben from the Simpsons Collector Group. That's among right. Other, among other things, we don't want to get you uh, death threats or anything, Ben. We're not. We're, we won't uh, uh, reveal any more of your identity than you're comfortable with. <laughs> That's just fine. <laughs> yeah, good. We should have checked before we said Ben, but uh, but now the damage no, is good. done. Yeah. So, hi, everybody. All right. Well, um, Ben is joining us for just... our big Simpsons episode, right? Our, Let's do... for Mar- our... Marky, why don't you introduce Ben properly? Come on. Well, I think we already did. We just started the show. There's oh. no way we introduced we just... it properly. <laughs> I thought you just introduced... This is Ben from the Simpsons Collector Group. Everybody yes. Okay. And... He's a Comic Con friend. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't know what you were oh, getting the, at. The world I, I doesn't know who we are. <laughs> I'm just assuming that everybody cares. But uh, <laughs> listen, Ben and I go way, way, way back. We've been Comic Con buddies, uh, and uh, you know, friends. We've you know, we meet up for lunch. We hang out. You know, whenever he's in town. Um, so Ben and I have many, many hours of of sweat, booze, tears, and autographs, and junk, <laughs> and lines together. Right. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> yeah, the lines the lines drive you nuts, but you know you got to have somebody there to talk to while you're waiting to get into Hall H or Ballroom 20 for the next panel. Yeah, yeah, that's that's absolutely right. But the reason why Ben's joining us today is because we had the chance to talk to right before Comic Con. We had, mm-hmm. we had the chance to actually talk to Nancy Cartwright, as we all know, is the voice of Bart Simpson. That's, that's right. That's and, right. A, a big enough deal right there. Yeah. And because, uh, Ben, you've been with the Simpsons Collector Group, that's actually how, you know, you've usually been in, not just an attendee of Comic-Con, but actually a participant in it. So can you tell us a little bit about the Simpsons Collector Group? Sure. It's uh, the, Clinton's, the Simpsons Collector Sector on the, on the World Wide Web. Uh, just do a search, you'll find it. There's uh, a forum there, and uh, we've been talking on that. I go by ST Ben on the forum. Uh, we've been involved in that for, ooh, it's got to be about 15, 18 years now. Um, it all started, that, that group really kicked into high gear when Playmates took over the Simpsons toy line. And from Mattel, and they started doing the uh, Intellitronic playsets where you would plug the action figure into the playset and push a button, and you would hear a line from that character from the show. And uh, so we started getting together at Comic-Con, I'm going to say probably 15, maybe 
few years ago, 2000, 2001 time frame. And uh, the first couple of years we had really big attendance. Then it's just, you know, gone up and down. Uh, Playmates killed the, the Simpsons line probably about, I'm going to say five or six years ago. Uh, they ended up with 260 individual figures from the show. Um, and I believe it was something like 30 or 40 play sets. And they did a really nice, a really nice line. Um, more recently, McFarland picked up the, the Simpsons line. He did a limited run. I think there were four series and maybe 35 or 40 figures total out of those four series. But we get together every year at Comic-Con. There's a panel usually on Friday night, the Simpsons Collector Sector panel. And uh, I, I'm typically a presenter at that, and we'll get up there and we just talk Simpsons toys and uh, other Simpsons collectibles. And it's, it's, a, it's a fun group to hang out with. Well, you know, I, I actually had a uh, question about uh, the first toys. Do you remember what the Bart Simpson line was? Uh, Bart Simpson was always don't have a cow man or cowabunga. <laughs> cowabunga, um, you know, yeah, we, we, yeah. we were talking about that earlier. That's a real Bart Simpson. Yeah, I will. We I think you know, the Ninja Turtles did it first, but he had the T-shirt. Well, the Ninja Turtles did do cowabunga first, but <laughs> uh, Bart Simpson put it more into mainstream uh, media. You know, you you can see T-shirts still these days. Uh, Bart Simpson's head and it says cowabunga on it. Another line that he, he said was, uh, I didn't do it. Nobody saw me. You can't prove nothing. And, uh, you know, totally even that line is, is still popular. And I know I had my son say it to me a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, well, uh, we, we were talking about uh, earlier how it started, and maybe it's because our age happened to be so aligned with it, but Bart Simpson was kind of, he we we saw him as the star of the show, and it sure sounded like he had all the merchandising first, like all the first toys and at T-shirts first, was all him. At first, and you know, actually, he's probably one of the largest merchandise characters on the show. Um, Homer comes in a very close second, uh, but for the most part, Bart was the the little annoying kid that you couldn't shut up, and he had the best lines. He was always pranking Homer, and if you notice, he never calls Homer dad on the show. He always calls him Homer, yeah. Yeah. and you know, and and I think that started something because there's a lot of kids nowadays don't call their dad dad. They call him by their name, which kind of irritates me. I'm old school, you know. It's like you, you always showed respect to your elders, but you know, the since my dad would have me in the head for sure, <laughs> or yep. strangled me like Homer did, you know. Yeah, the Simpsons came along and all that went out the window. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, he, I mean, he was—he was such a—he was that—that that phenomenon. You know, Bart was everywhere. He had the the T-shirts and all the sayings. I, I you know, we would go to the you know state fair, and you're popping mm-hmm. those like balloons. They would give you like the little mirror that has a Bart on it or something like that. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. yeah, Bart Simpson was one of those carnival toys. Always the carnival toy. Decades, forever. You know, I remember seeing a Bart Simpson skateboard at the San Diego County Fair one year. My son wanted me to win it for him, and it was shooting the basketball into the hoop, you know, that rigged in. Oh, yeah, that does There ain't no way I'm going to do it. But he stood there, and he spent probably 40 or 50 bucks trying to win that damn skateboard. Did you check on Amazon to see if maybe it's only like 20 bucks? <laughs> it's probably it's probably a lot less than that, actually. <laughs> but no, I don't see it. <laughs> Yeah, I think I've 
I think in my in my days I got a skateboard from a state fair and you know there's no bearings it's just it's like the hardest yeah. skateboard to ride in the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you never yeah. see the kids on, on the half pipe with it. But, no, no. But yeah, no right, merchandise right. definitely seemed to fuel the Simpsons uh, at first there. And it was and well oh, and everybody knows that it came from the Tracy Ullman show. And it was a roughly drawn short right. filler. But uh but but then it became its own show and then it just like it literally caught fire from what I can remember. Well and it launched Matt Groening. I mean, he was a uh a comic book strip guy. He was in God I can't even remember what the name of the magazine or, or paper was in San Diego at the time. And he did Life from Hell. And yeah, uh, the, the rabbits uh, one, right? Yeah, the rabbits, the the one rabbit with just a single ear, and mm. and uh, and I think the way it happened was Tracy Allman caught she was in San Diego for something, and she saw one of these magazines, and she saw that cartoon. And she goes, "We need to get this guy to do cartoons on our show." Wow! And yeah. that phenomenon was launched, and then absolutely launched. Yeah, a lot of Futurama fans don't realize Matt Groening actually uh, made The Simpsons. <laughs> I don't know. I take that issue with saying that it launched Matt Groening. I think he's perfectly happy resting on his laurels as the Simpsons guy. Yeah, but, yeah, but I do absolutely. know he does, he no longer writes uh, Life in Hell. Yeah, that's true. No, he does not. And, and, hey, and when you got that kind of money, he needs to work. Yeah, exactly. I think I think he's just fine. And still, you know, he's one of the more accessible guys when you're at Comic-Con here. You know, it's the same thing. Like, uh, you know, I actually had a chance to meet him at the, is it Bongo Booth? Is that yep, right? the Bongo yeah. Booth. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's always there, preview night. You know, you, and if you're kind of pretending that you're going to buy a comic, you're kind of lingering, he'll pop out and a line will quickly form. Uh, yeah. Both me, both me and the missus, we actually were there. We borrowed a piece of paper from a girl who was who had a you know a an artist you know a, uh, a, 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 a sketch pad, a, a pad. Uh, an easel, an easel, a, a sketch pad. <laughs> and she, we play know, these games on the show, man. Try and keep <laughs> we're trying to figure out what the hell the other's talking about. And so uh, we, you know, we 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 asked her for a sheet of nice paper, and she gave it to us. And Matt whipped up a awesome Homer. You know, I mean, it was it's he. It took him two seconds to do it. It was it was sweet. Well, he um, he is very approachable, and that, that reminds me of a story. Uh, it was probably four or five years ago. Uh, we had just watched the Simpsons panel in Ballroom Twenty at Comic Con, and uh, I was heading out. I had uh, I was trying to get into Ballroom H, and as I was heading towards the stairs, this boy, probably about ten or eleven years old, comes up and taps me on the arm and goes, "Excuse me, sir, are you Matt Graham?" I, I can see that. Him. I can see that. You actually do. That <laughs> kind of and, and, and I said to him, no, I'm not. But you see that guy over there with the people standing around him? That's Matt Groening. And if you go over and ask him to tug on his beard, he says it's good luck. Oh. <laughs> so the kid wanders off. <laughs> and yeah, I, but off I hate a way. kid, so fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I you know, thought that and, was funny. Well, yeah, you may, maybe you should be like a stunt graining or something. You could like sub in for him. No, I'm, I, I'm I'm a little taller than he is, and uh, I don't let my hair go as wild as he does. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, maybe if he paid enough, then, then he can just yeah, maybe. start making mom there, there cartoons. You Send you out in public. <laughs> Well, speaking of uh, Comic-Con and Simpsons, uh, Nancy did do this awesome art exhibit, which is why she 
You know, she was actually That's right. granting yeah. these awesome interview opportunities. That's true. Grim had a chance to talk to her. We did. Uh, if you guys, uh, those of you that follow the show, you may have heard a little bit of this interview because we yeah. did. We did. You know, we did. We use did it. use a little yeah. clip because we wanted to get the word out about our exhibition, uh-huh. which of course she did as well. And I was there, and I'll tell you a little bit about it later. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, turn on that magic interview machine. Let's bring up Nancy Cartwright for once. Ooh, okay. <laughs> the whole thing if... unedited. Oh, the whole the whole raw uncut. <laughs> yeah, from the from the very beginning where she does the. I'm gonna. I'm going to spoil a little bit where she just gives you a little bit of Bart right right at the beginning. Just, yeah, she, she teases with a little bit of Bart right then, off. Yeah. Uh, and then and then we go, oh, what am I doing? Magic interview machine, you heard the man. Meanwhile. All right, Dan, you're on with Nancy. Hi, Nancy Cartwright. How are you? Hi, Dan. Hi, thank you I'm so much well, for calling in. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm a little tongue-tied. I, you really are. A, I'm a huge fan. I, I hold you in high regard, and I'm trying not to screw this Hi, up. Hi, Dan. What's happening, man? <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but, wow, that was awesome. Uh, all right. Anyway, yeah, I'm Dan with uh, with Maddie P Radio, and I, I'll try and keep this uh, nice and short and sweet. And uh, if I start babbling or something, please feel free to just shut me up. Okay. All right. So here, I'll set up the interview real quick, and we'll get right into it. Um, okay. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us here on Saturday Morning Serial with Matty P. And on the line, we are all privileged enough to have a professional voice actor with probably one of the most stable gigs in television with the voice of Bart Simpson, cultural icon Nancy Cartwright. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you for that introduction, Dan. Yes, it's me. Hi, I'm Bart Simpson. What's happening, man? <laughs> Tell that was just to prove that it's really me and not an imposter. You, you probably, and I, I imagine people, you're forced to do that all the time. Everyone's out yeah, there pretending to be Nancy Cartwright. Mind. This is the real deal. <laughs> and and what, let me ask you: Does it does it bother you at all? Does it irk you even a little bit when when I call you an icon? Does it feel like too much? You know, I don't think it really sinks in. People people have said that about the show. Um, yeah, I guess I've read it that people have called me an icon, but I I don't know. I just think I'm me. I, I just I'm me. I don't know. Well, yeah, it's, it's got to be it's got to be tough to be an icon and be inside the icon. It's I'm, I'm I feel so bad for you. Yeah, it's really tough up here. <laughs> Way up high here, uh, being an icon. <laughs> well, no, it's a label. Well, I, you know, you, you, I think you've earned it. It's been 27 years. Uh, with, I mean, the show is just an international touchstone of pop culture. It is people in in the in the Sudan know about The Simpsons. It is everywhere and has been so long. <laughs> When this show first came out, I was Bart Simpson's age, and I am now wow. Homer Simpson's age, which is incredibly depressing <laughs> to me. Well, I'll give you something else that's even more uh, ironic than that, and that is my son is going to – he and his wife are expecting their first child, so Bart is going to be a grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> 
about that? Oh, wow. That is actually, first of all, congratulations. And, and second of all, I might even have to cut that out. That suddenly hit me as very depressing. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it, most people know that the voice of Bart Simpson is a woman, but, you know, it's life. It's it's kind of fun because, you know, I was very pregnant when I was when I was carrying my son, and I, he's even got an older sister. They were there when Lucy when I was pregnant with Lucy. So it's been, it, that's how long we've been around. It's been incredible. It's like we're on the third generation now. That's yeah. That's amazing. I, I no other show can brag about that, and that's something that I am. I can't believe it. I can pinch myself. Yeah, I would. But, I, um, there's like you and Sesame Street are the only things that you know out there right now. Uh, children right. and their parents can sit around and talk about, and both honestly appreciate. Yeah. Well, listen, we've got this exhibition coming up. Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's, let's, let's talk about art, too, because here's something a lot of people listening don't know. You, uh, you're, you're a sculptor and a painter as well, and you've got your first yeah. exhibit coming out, uh, Chuck Jones Gallery, downtown San Diego okay. in the gas lamp. Just so happens to be a roundabout and nearby the old Comic-Con. Was that a coincidence? Well, you know what? It just, hey, I got to tell you something. It's like they called me. And I was just so blown away by the suggestion. And they wanted to see my art and check it out. Then they, we sent pictures, and then they wanted to see the actual pieces. So we sent some pieces, and then they wanted to meet me. So we went down and, um, you know, went to one of the galleries. We didn't go to that one. We went to, he has another gallery in Oceanside that's beautiful. It's a, he has a nonprofit that is lovely that helps children find their dreams. But um, went down and spoke to uh, Craig and uh, the rest of the team down there. And, you know, they made this offer to me, and the timing was kind of perfect. And it, it is the Saturday, the Saturday the 23rd, um, the same weekend as Comic-Con. And people got to eat dinner, you know. They got to they, <laughs> they, they get scooted out of there at dinner time, and then they hit the streets of San That's 150,000 people. Now, obviously, they're not all going to be able to make it in this gallery, but the it's all about location, 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 and <laughs> I can't believe it, and it's just something that I'm thrilled to do because my art, um, you had mentioned that I do sculpting, and sculpting is sculpting, and I'm, I, I will continue to do that, but right now what's going to be on display down there is another medium that I have found such pleasure in uh, doing and learning more and more about it, and, and I call it reverse painting, and it's very similar to how animation, traditional animation is done, hmm. where you take, you know, an animation cell and you, you know, draw the outline of what it is that you're going to do and you paint it on one side, but you view it on the, the reverse side. So I have to think sort of backwards as I'm laying down, for example, a Campbell's soup can, I've got to lay down the letters tomato or Campbell's before I put the red background on it. You know what I mean? Cause because uh, because you're covering it up, what you're actually doing. For the other side, it's going to be the first layer or That's the top right. layer. Okay. That's right. Why it's would you little, make it so hard on yourself? I don't find it hard. I find it like I, I really like it. It kind of – I have to really – I have to look at what it is that I'm doing – 
and visualize the colors. I have to kind of, you know, it's like I'm designing this. How am I going to do this so that it will communicate exactly what I wanted to communicate? And um, I think some people might find it hard, but pieces are, they pop. When you put the colors on the acrylic, they, they just pop out. And I think they look really, really pretty. And the fact that it's reverse painting and it was inspired by animation, which is my field, um, I'm curious how people will take it. You know, I've, I've done pieces that are the same size as an animation cell. They're like 11 and a half by 12 and a half inches. And I do these portraits of these smiley heads. And then I, I attacked some of the, the masters. I did a Starry Night by Van Gogh and Bull of Roses by Renoir and Andy Warhol. I did a triptych of Andy Warhol's Campbell's Soup Can. And you'll have to see it to, to get it, but I make a bit of a statement on our culture. And, um, but that's a three-piece triptych. Um, I don't know. I'm just I'm having fun discovering what, that I am far more capable as an artist than I ever imagined I was. And I think everybody actually has that ability, but people just don't take the time to not only find it, but then cultivate it. They're too busy. They're too busy working. They're too busy, like, um, they don't take time to, to cultivate the muse inside of them. And I think everybody actually has that, but some people just, they don't take the time, but also other people don't have the luxury to be able to afford the time to be able to find that they're an artist. Exactly. It, it you know, can be difficult. And I think I think you're right. Everybody yeah. everybody is capable. I think on a certain level everyone needs to have a way to uh, you know, uh, an outlet of self expression. And and oh, if you I can totally kind of curate you. that about yourself, it does become art. And in the sense that yeah. Uh, but then again, if everybody is making Andy Warhol Campbell soup can uh, triptychs, it really drives down the value or you know the the need for for the audience to to want to see it to say, well, this this is someone's individual uh, expression, but everybody's doing it, so it just looks like you know like a Facebook feed at some point where well, each post I... is individual, but I'm not going to really invest myself in it. Well, Dan, I think that will be up to the audience that comes to the gallery, and they will see, they will see for themselves. And it's a triptych, and it's not, it's, you know, it's Andy Warhol's Campbell's Soup Can, but actually it's way more than that. It's a statement on our culture, and you have to see it to, to appreciate what I'm talking about. And I, and I, 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 I do plan on going down I there on Saturday. I've never Saturday, seen so. anybody do this. I've never seen anybody do this. See, and I think that's good if we can all find little, like, individual ways where, and it's, that, and that, therein, therein lies the rub. How do we teach people, you know, to express themselves and then say, all right, but this is how I do it. You find your own completely different way. And it does take a right. lot of time and, and drive and ambition and resources to do that. So I think it's really, if, if anybody has an opportunity to, I think they owe it to themselves and, to a larger extent, the rest of the world to pursue that. So, if I like that, I, I agree with you on that. It's a healthy viewpoint because you kind of look at our society and where are we without art? You know, we're nowhere. It's art that inspires people. It gives hope. It, it, it's like can, it can change a child's life. You know, you can you can put something, you can give somebody's. Um, 
their goals and purposes and, and rekindle uh, older people that have lost that. You can rekindle that art in them so that they can then create something that they've never done before that can then inspire someone else. So that's I, why I do what I do. And I think um, despite uh, immense popularity and obviously kind of a financial machine behind it, I think The Simpsons are a good example of it is art. I think it was uh, Ricky Gervais or some very uh, respected comedian once put an eloquent uh, argument together that the Simpsons represent some of the truest art that America has produced in 30 years or something. And uh, Well, I will say season 28, and nobody seems to be getting tired of it. It's still really, really fun to do the table reads. Everyone's cracking up and loving it. We did a record today, as a matter of fact. We did the table read on Thursday, and on Mondays we do that recording, and still such a pleasure. Incredible. Oh, that's that, that, that gets me excited because, I mean, I know sooner or later The Simpsons will no longer be around. Uh, I mean, it'll still there'll still be episodes. You'll still be able to go back yeah, and watch well, and live in that world. But there will come a time, and you know, maybe this is getting deeply existential, but there will be a time when there is no more Simpsons, you know, being made when that when that chapter is is all closed. And yeah, it's uh, for some reason I consider that a bigger deal than you can cancel any other show on TV. It's not gonna. It's not gonna. It's not gonna make me think. Well, that's the end of an era. But The Simpsons, singularly, and maybe I don't know the Tonight Show or something. Wow. A couple other institutions where I can't believe that they would end, but they must. So, I, I hope again. I'm not putting too much pressure on on your shoulders or anybody down at the shows. But this is uh, you have a couple generations. You know, kind yeah. of kind of who who love to live in Springfield. Yeah. Kind of cool, right? Yeah, yeah. And it, despite the popularity, I still think that that is art. That is a that is a communal art that you are that you are all stewarding. But I feel like I own a piece of it. Oh, well, that's great. I can't say that about most any other show or 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 anything else either. It is something that I do or own or control or that I observe and am an audience of. But The Simpsons, it has just been so much more. So, well, cool. So I think. Uh, Are you going to come to the exhibition? Are you going to be there on Saturday? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, me and uh, yeah, me and my okay. producer already set up our plans to go down Saturday night. Well, we, Dan, you make sure you come up to me and tell me who you are, and you shake my hand so I can meet you in person. Oh, absolutely! I'll be the stunningly like handsome one. Not a problem. <laughs> well, good. Um, I'm not sure what pieces they're going to be doing and, and how much of my sculptures, but maybe I, hopefully the Bartman will be there. Um, that would be great. And uh, meanwhile, I think there'll probably be about 20 other pieces that you can maybe take a look at, and uh, it could be a pleasure. Well, I'm really excited, but I, I love the Chuck Jones Gallery. Anyway, it's always it's one of those things oh when people gosh. come to town to visit, that's one of the spots. You're like, oh, and look what else we have here in San Diego, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what it's, it's a perfect place for me to have my very first world-renowned art exhibition at the Chuck yeah. Jones Gallery. I mean, I was so flattered that they like they wanted me to come and be a part of this. And what better weekend than Comic Con? Yeah, exactly. You kind of for you know? for your first show ever, you kind of leapfrog to the really really the front of the line here. That's awesome. 
Yeah. Well, I'm digging it, man. I, 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 I'm very appreciative, and they're taking care of me. I really love that. Well, you can count me in there, too. I'm going to be... I mean, well, I suppose uh, if if your art moves me to uh, disgust and, uh, and 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 anger, you'll hear that part from me too. But that doesn't mean it's not art. But regardless, I think I'm going to enjoy it. I am looking forward to especially right. deciphering the uh, the Campbell's triptych. Yeah. I mean, and you want to talk about icons? I mean, the Warhol Campbell soup can. You're you're tackling one of the big oh, boys yeah. in the art world with that. So. Yeah. Well, I had to for that reason. Oh, see, now you're driving me crazy. I've got to go see this now. I've got to know what the context is. All right. Well, I won't. Maybe we'll have a little chat after you see it. Oh, I absolutely would love that. And I, I oh, oh, okay. See, now now I'm getting flabbergasted again. And, uh, you know, you've given up uh, more than enough muff of your day already. Uh, so I will let you off the hook. But if there was anything else you wanted to plug, I'd love to give you a little extra free airtime. I know we've covered the exhibit, a little show on Fox we we mentioned. Anything else? Well, actually, um, yeah, sure. There's one more thing I wouldn't mind sharing. Is I don't want to overload you, though. We could do this another time. Oh, don't don't tease with that either, because I will take you up on that. <laughs> I took a trip back in 1985. I was in my mid I was like 27. And I took a little trip to Italy because I wanted to find, I wanted to meet and find the late great director Federico Fellini. Mm. So I went on an adventure. And I came back <laughs> LA to my acting class and I ended up writing a one woman show. And uh, by the time I did that, I was married and I was on The Simpsons. I had two little kids, and I did the show in 1995. So Dan and Yardley and Julie and Hank and Matt and some of the writers came to see me perform in this show called In Search of Fellini. And so all this time has gone by, and since then there's been the invention of the Internet and my success and this this. Simpson's success has certainly contributed a lot to my ability to be able to do this because back then I was pretty much a, I had zero statistics backing me up. I had done some film work and some television work, but for me to be able to put a crew together and go to Italy and produce and pull in the funding to produce an independent film in Italy was not, was an impossibility. So I just continued to raise my family and uh, keep doing The Simpsons, and I did another one-woman show, did some other things in the meanwhile, and all this time has gone by, and now I am in post-production for this, this, the film version of the one-woman show, and it's called In Search of Fellini. So Maria Bella stars in it along with Mary Lynn Reiskub and a little gal named Ksenia Solo, and I've got a small part in it, but... Um, well, it sounds like a whole lot of roles for a one-woman show now. No, no, this is a feature film. So you okay? So the, you did the one-woman show about the actual trip that you took in 1985, yeah. and now you're making yeah, a movie then, about the trip. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's well, I'm excited. So that's in post-production. So you probably don't have a a, a firm date yet, but that is uh, that's right. in the in the pipe, closer to finish than not. 
I think is 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 how us us civilians would would understand that. All right. Well, thank you so much, Nancy. I know you probably have a lot a lot more of these to do today, so I'll I'll get out of your hair. Uh, I just want you to know what a real pleasure it's been to talk to you. I've been a fan for so long. I'm just glad I didn't make a fool of myself. No, thanks, Dan. It's been a pleasure for me too. back everybody and there you go there's a good example of art going totally commercial <laughs> and it's neato <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's neato yeah i know I, I talked with nancy cartwright trying to uh almost embarrassingly Im- imbue the simpsons with art but they always have been like a merchandising machine like we said i think that's Fun just that. that's just, just because it's successful doesn't mean there isn't art but well yeah you you think about those butterfinger years it's a little harder to make that argument you know, that particular commercial was in 1991, um, and it feels like it was – I mean, that feels like it was just on TV to me. Yeah, no, I remember that commercial completely. Yeah. Ben? Yeah, they, they they stretched the merchandising balloon all over the place, too. <laughs> I know they, they merchandise T-shirts. Uh, I mean, I have a Simpsons dartboard. Right? Dartboard? <laughs> really? Just genius the way they managed to market that show. Mm. Uh my my wife just went to the uh Universal Studios and they have mm-hmm. Springfield, you know, like you could go in and have a duff beer, you can get a pink donut. Oh, I gotta go to that. Yeah. It's like a it's like a you know, it's like a you go to Springfield. They have like storefronts and all this. You go you can go into the Quickie Mark. You know, and all that stuff. What? Yeah. This is like at the University. Did you say Quickie Mark? I said said Quickie Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to put yourself in Springfield. (laughs) I'm always in Springfield. Up here, I'm already good. Yes, you are. They have video games. (laughs) Yeah, they have video games. I I play a game called Simpsons Tapped Out on my Android. Um, You know, it's... They're everywhere. Does Does it... Well, let me ask you, though. Does it have that Simpsons feeling? Does it have the spirit? Because oh, it there have been some does. video games, so clearly it didn't matter if it was The Simpsons, but there have been some, in my experience. It absolutely does. And it, you get to build Springfield. The story starts out with Homer nuking Springfield. <laughs> okay. And he See, comes back, Good and you place his house, you place the Simpsons house, which looks just like the Simpsons house in the show, and then you start building things and send Homer on tasks, and oh, next thing like you know, you're building modes, and Marge comes back. And so you build different things. You build your own Springfield. And, uh, you know, before you know it, I've been playing now for three years, four years almost. And I have, like, 300 characters wandering around my Springfield. Congratulations. And, and different different buildings from the show, the nuclear plants and uh, Quickie Marts and Krusty Burgers. I believe they're and called Quickie Marks. The Hall. <laughs> Quickie Marks, excuse me. <laughs> Let me ask, what, what is the next uh, building you're saving up for, or what is the next goal you've got for your 
Simpson's. So current, currently, we are in a um, an event, and it's Future Springfield is the event, and Stephen Hawking is the latest figure, latest uh, character. And what I'm doing now is I'm trying to save up to get the Simpsons hover car. What? And so, yeah, it, there, there's been, you know, just like little bits and pieces of episodes. Do you remember the episode where they go into the future and uh, Bart, all because Bart wanted to see a movie and his dad put his slip down, Homer put his slip down, says, no, you will not get to see that movie until such and such happens. Well, they go into the future, and uh, Lisa's president. She's married to Milhouse. Yep, I remember this um, one. Yeah, that was the one where she became Bart, president right after Donald Trump. I recall that was all over the news. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah, that was in and, that episode. Uh, she said, oh, President Trump left us with a horrible budget deficit or something. <laughs> How prescient. And, and Bart and Homer, Homer says to Bart, you can't see that movie. It's a scratchy movie. He says, you're not, gonna, you're not allowed to go see that movie until you become Supreme Court Justice. And then they show uh, Bart walking with robes, and you know older Bart walking down the street with robes. And there's Homer, and they're going into see the scratchy movie. That's the end of the show. So there's been, there's been and there was an episode where Lisa met this boy in school. He was from England, and they progress a few years, and she's getting married to him. Come to find out he's royalty. I remember. And so there's there's been a number of different futuristic episodes or future episodes, and so this they event was based on some of those. Big cufflinks, yeah. Yeah, so they, got, no, yeah. no, they weren't they weren't pink. They had a it was or a pig. it was a it was they a pig pigs. husband and it was a groom and bride. Yeah, yeah the pigs. cufflinks that he just wouldn't wear. And then I think there was one uh, there was another future one where uh, Homer or no Bart and Lisa like broke into Professor Fink's basement and found like a future telling yeah. machine i think that was a treehouse of horror episode yeah that was a good one the toaster i think it was, uh, mm. they were was, they were traveling through time with this toaster there was one that oh, just came oh, out I, I, I think that wasn't even that was yet another one i remember that every time they would uh homer just kept changing the past every time he would make toast yeah he'd go back <laughs> right. and, and sneeze on a brontosaurus and then everybody had like fish eyes or yeah. something i remember that one too yeah. okay so i'm thinking we're up to four well, future they actually just did one where it was like a simpsons like uh you know that that movie boy uh, boyhood or uh-huh. boy boyhood you know yeah, where the one where, where, where it's like, his, like where it's like his whole life yeah and yeah. so you know and you know Bart always seems to have a ponytail and all these future you know variations yep. of Bart. Um, he's always yep. a little out of shape, a, a little Homer body on him. Uh-huh. Living know? with uh-huh. Milhouse. And <laughs> yeah, Milhouse. Yeah, fry yeah. cook somewhere still. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, yeah. that obviously carries over from the you know, you know, you know what's funny though. What that is that the way that we were all introduced to Bart, you know, we were, we were his age, right? As yeah. you, as, as you and uh, Nancy Cartwright talked about. Yeah. 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 Me and my friend Nance. Yeah. yeah we you know, we, we mentioned Nance? that, how, yeah. how it started out. And, and I was, I was Bart Simpson's age then. And now you're, I'm um, now I'm Homer Simpson's age. Or you're now the future Bart's age. Uh, no, even the future Bart, I don't think ever made it aside from, I think uh, when Ben said, when he made the Supreme court justice, uh-huh. I think, Every other future Bart. You're saying that Bart Simpson was a Supreme Court was, justice by 39 years old? No, no. see, I, th- I think he was usually like in his in his mid 20s in all the other future okay. Bart stories, yeah. except for that the the end of that episode when he was a Supreme Court justice. He's they've never put him at 
uh, Homer's age, I don't think. But they they have projected from that uh, from that initial persona, which is that he's uh, you know a little reckless, a little lazy. He's not dumb, but he's just he's a little bit rock and roll. He's a little he's a little. There you go. There you go. Yeah, a little bit rock and roll. Yeah. Okay. Well, boy, we sure beat that that idea to death. Future Bart is Future Bart. And I guess we can we we can let it lie there. Yeah, might as well. I don't know. Uh, uh, well, um, uh, but okay. So so that's that's and I guess I guess let, let's reel it all the way back. Thanks, Ben, for the update on Simpsons Tap Out. Uh, <laughs> is that what it's called? What, yeah. uh, Tap and, Out. And, yep. and, uh, we were talking about uh, oh the art show. Nancy oh, Cartwright, yeah. she was she was so kind to talk to us, and she did. She was a good sport. I kept trying to force the Simpsons uh, yeah. uh, subject on as her. As you should, uh, of course, as I should. I'm I'm a I'm a slime journalist. <laughs> I go from I go for my stories. Damn it, it's a dark yeah. city. Yeah. But uh, she was right. She wanted coverage for her art show, and she deserves it. I mean, she's done enough for me. And we looked, and <laughs> I and don't. We're, there doesn't seem to be one coming up anytime soon. There are She's not some... hitting the road for it. It was a special invitation right. just for the Chuck Jones Gallery, uh-huh. which, again, is a big deal. If, if you're in San Diego, yeah. you know that's a big deal. Well, and so, Very yeah, and, and, and we actually, um, uh, uh, well, Shay, you're so kind to say we. I Shay didn't make did it. Not make I couldn't it, make it. But I actually did go. Um, I was there with a couple of friends, and, you know, we, you know, as she very, very, um, uh, clearly stated, uh, they basically kick you out of Comic Con at around seven o'clock, and everybody just kind of floods into the gas lamp area. Yep. And th- and the Chuck Jones Gallery is right at the heart. It's it's at the it's at the mouth of that entrance. <laughs> it's basically you cross the trolley tracks, you make, and it's right there on the left is the Chuck Jones Gallery. So it's it's crawling with people. This is right. You can just walk in and like this is actually they actually block traffic from being here. This is like Mardi Gras here where there's just some barricades and people are just walking in the street. It's completely pedestrian at this point. Chaos. It is chaos and you know we actually uh went to have some dinner first and then we went over there. Um we got to see the tomato can, which is what she she had, you know, she had talked about. Yeah. It the, was uh, the famous Andy Warhol. The she Andy did a Warhol. Mhm. And um you know yeah, it was the yeah it was the tomato Campbell soup, mm-hmm. um, and um, some of her pictures will be on our website, Maddie P Radio. You guys can see some of the paintings. Where's that website again? Uh, MattyPRadio.com. Where's that website again? MattyPRadio.com. Monorail. Or just <laughs> or just Google Nancy Cartwright art. There's <laughs> a thousand of them. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought it was it, it was it was a really the actual spirit, um, the actual event, it was just, there was a lot of energy considering how tired everybody is or how drunk everybody is. Um, but it's, you know, she is, she's sweet and she's really short. Uh, if you <laughs> short and sweet, that's yeah, how we keep um, it here. Uh, I didn't record anything or take pictures just because I don't, I'm not the kind of guy that takes pictures in an art gallery. That's cheap. Yeah. That's you're, you're not you're not a slimy no I'm not journalist do like me who but would do that somebody did and it's on YouTube and you can actually watch some of it where you know she does her little welcome to everybody and she is literally standing on a chair because yep. she's so short standing on a chair because she, she's very short and the Chuck Jones Gallery apparently weren't prepared for this <laughs> they they didn't bring their Nancy Cartwright podium out just gave her gave her an office chair stand up yeah um, but that but that was cool i'm glad she got to do that and i'm very glad that uh, that came along so we got a chance to talk to her cuz otherwise yeah. she wouldn't have bothered no it was it's fantastic i think uh, you know uh, 
she's not just the voice of Bart Simpson, you know. Uh, and but you know what? It's all she needs to be. <laughs> it's all she needs to be. It's exactly right. She just went above and beyond. Is all. Yeah. All right, well, so anyway, I do, I'm not going to let this end yet because we're talking about The Simpsons. Yeah. And it just seems like even as far back as like the early 90s, it's a wasted opportunity if you're hanging out with some people and The Simpsons come up. Mm-hmm. We don't play a little round of, hey, what's your favorite Simpsons episode? Ben, are you all right with playing this? Do you do you watch this sure, television I, I show? Could, I do. I very much so do. Well, so what's my your... favorite episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. My favorite episode is the one where Monty Burns takes the dogs because he wants to make clothing out of them, and he sings the song, See My Vest. Ah, uh, uh, And he takes uh, Santa's Little Helper, and it has like yeah, 100 Santa's puppies. Little Helper. Yeah, and, and, and the puppies, and the puppies. It's 101 Dalmatians uh, take off. <laughs> that is yeah. just so fun. <laughs> See, my, you know, I'm impressed. You you. You didn't even see. I sometimes with Simpsons fans or any real fans of TV shows, you're like, what's your favorite episode of? And they're like, oh, oh, I don't really know. I did not give you any warning this game was coming up, then. and he and you had this thing out right away. It is my favorite episode. I just love it when Monty Burns breaks in the song. <laughs> see my vest. See, see my, my vest. vest. Yeah, it's my vest. pure gorilla real, chest. Real like that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that episode. It's so good. It's, That's awesome. It's, it doesn't take much to force me to remember Simpsons episode. Well, well let, let me ask you, what like is your favorite episode? Twenty or something. Oh, my turn yeah, already. Turn. All right, here we go. Uh, I my favorite Simpsons episode, and I am going to be one of those fans who's like, oh, it's so hard to 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 to, to tell. I don't know, but I did give this preparation because I knew this game was coming up. Uh, it's called You Only Move Twice. Uh-huh. And it is the one where Albert Brooks, one of the times he guest stars, and he plays uh, Hank Scorpio. Oh, he's like the Bond he's villain. The, he's yeah. a Bond villain who hires <laughs> Homer, and they move to, like, this planned community. Uh-huh. And it turns out he's a Bond villain, and then they move back to Springfield. And, and, like, and like Homer's, like, the best employee ever. Yeah, right? it's a bizarro <laughs> he's killing world it. In, this, yeah. in this where everything looks perfect and, and, but, and but like, the rest of the family and doesn't like, like Lisa's it. And Lisa's stupid or or she's like the dumbest one in class, mm. right? Yeah. And then Bart or she has like bad allergies, so she's just she's miserable in the new And Marge's uh, Marge's completely obsolete because the whole house is like whole automated. House is like self-cleaning. And There's no room for her. She's drinking a glass of wine a day. And Bart I think is the one who they send him back to like the oh, kindergarten yeah. yeah. He's like not cool anymore. So he's not. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. not liking it. Yeah. Uh, and the only one enjoying it is Homer. And yeah. it just it happens to turn out he's helping to build like a death ray for the moon. Yeah. yeah. And there's actually a and, scene with like with the Sean Connery's like on the laser. Yeah, with a heavy old. Yeah. And <laughs> Homer tag. He just hears stop that guy and he tackles James Bond <laughs> and gets him killed. Yeah. I just love that. I love that one too. That's a good one. So, oh, Marquis, how about hey, me? You ever seen The Simpsons? What's your favorite episode? Um, I know mine immediately, but I want to tell you a little story about why I know it so well. Oh, and here's the other type of fan. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, we used to record, you know, um, on VHS tapes, and we put it on the super fast speeds. So you can record a lot of. Shows oh yeah, on the it. Uh, ELP. The ELP extended, extended long, long play. play. Yeah. The quality sucked, but 
You know, you could you could but you yeah. yeah, you got like eight hours out of it. And so uh eight I, hours in video tape. Yeah. Right. We used to tape um my younger brother used to tape Saved by the Bell, which which is funny. <laughs> I've seen a lot of those it's, too. It's, uh, it's the television equivalent of a quick grilled cheese. It's and, nice comfort. Uh, and I would tape Simpsons and so um I had a I remember this one tape specifically. It was the one that I kept even though, you know, I would get into high school or I even I'd even moved out of the house, you know college time and i still had this one tape that left and one of the episodes on it there's a couple of ways that people are going to remember this one one it's the it's the it's the show where mo opens he turns his bar into like a bennigan's oh yeah i remember that it's like mo oh, and he had the fries yeah, he had the fries on his head yeah and then but yep. the other half that's actually the b story isn't isn't that what they call it? Yeah, yeah. But the actual main story was that this was where Bart sells his soul. Oh yeah, he sells remember his soul to Millhouse. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, um, he sells his soul. He makes a deal with Millhouse, and then he he's hand wringing throughout the whole episode. How did I do this? How can I get it back? And Millhouse keeps torturing him with it. <laughs> yeah, oh. he's all playing tank like like. Like army men, and he's like running over Bart's soul yeah, with the tank. Bart, Bart's soul is because he just wrote like "This is my soul" or Bart's soul on a piece on of a paper, piece of paper and gave it to just him to for five it. bucks. I believe was the price mm-hmm. for Bart's soul. Yep. Yeah, and then and, and and Bart has like this like nightmare, and I remember those like creepy twins. They're like all Bart has no soul. Jerry and Barry, yeah. Yeah, and now he's going straight to Hello Operator, and he's like, <laughs> you know, and he's like traveling through, and it's like the like that, like carnival ride where you're like in a boat and you're going through like a love, you know, through like a, oh yeah, a love like, tunnel, a tunnel of love. Like he's supposed to get across River Styx, but his rowing partner, yeah. Soul, doesn't exist. So yeah, he's just going in circles. Right, right. right. That is a deep show. It is. It's 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 a it's an awesome God, episode. Damn. And on the B side of it, and is then Mo. also one where Mo puts the fries on the bed. Here I am. Thank you, ma'am. Mo's right here while you eat. Hurry up, kid. The, bed, Hurry up. the grease is burning my head. Hurry up, kid. The grease is burning my head. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mo, Mo totally. Uh, Mo freaks out because, um, well, he. He basically has to stop being himself, right? And he has to fake to be like this, like this, like family man or whatever, or this like family owner, this family friendly place. And um, what finally does it for him, and this is what makes this episode incredible, <laughs> aside from the, aside from the deep psychological stuff, yeah. is that all of a sudden Mo, who is, had he has had to do all kinds of stuff burn his head with like this crazy gimmick where he, you know, wears the fries on, on his head. Mm. He's singing and dancing. He's being all nice. He's smiling through this whole thing. Yeah, it's keeping a smile, I think, looked like it was the hardest part. Yeah, and, and he was like twitching and stuff, smiling. <laughs> it's like it's like hurting him physically to like hold his smile. And finally, this little sweet girl, she's like, Uncle Mo, the the ice cream's too cold and it makes my tooth hurt. And he's like, your teeth hurt, huh? Well, that's too freaking bad. And he just goes off on this cute little girl. And, of course, it runs out all the families. It's like the funniest part. So that, my friend, is my favorite Homer Simpsons episode. And I know it happened a long time ago, but uh, that's it. That's that's, the one that still got me. That's the one? Yeah. Yep, yep. Hey, you know what? Nobody nobody has uh, the wrong answer for this. I I agree. I think. I have to admit... 
and this is, I hope this doesn't make the show take a, a dark turn here. I really haven't been keeping up on the show so much. I, On Hulu, I catch them every now and then when I'm bored, mm-hmm. but I haven't sat down on a Sunday night to watch The Simpsons. I think I take it for granted. I, I think we all there. do. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's that's a good way to put it. Like, I, I haven't really seen a new episode on a Sunday night at least three or four years either. Um, but I've seen some of the newer shows here or there. Um, but my, my feeling of it is that I will always watch Simpsons. Always. For the rest of my life, I will watch Simpsons. It'll but be will on... you go out and seek it? No. Will you pay? But I don't, I don't have to, right? I mean, like, um, you know, uh, traveling. I'll be in my room, and I'm tired, and I turn on the TV, and if Simpsons is on, I watch it. Mm-hmm. And... Ten years from now, I'm going to turn on the TV and I'm going to watch a new episode of Simpsons to me. And I like there's comfort in that is that it's always going to be here. It's always on. And I look forward to (laughs) another 30 years of new episodes. Even if it stops tomorrow, you've turned it into a drip pace for the rest of your life. I just, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just banking episodes of Simpsons right now, (laughs) you know, and and season 26 is coming up. It's starting pretty soon. I think think it's season 28, 28, I think it's season 28 actually. And I think they are in the, I think, uh, oh, I did a little research, and then I didn't write it down. Hold on. Let me ment- – okay, I think they said up to season 30 is when most of the contracts go to. So this one, wow. one more, and one more. Who knows I remember a few, who's still going to be on? But mm-hmm. I remember a few years ago when they came out with the Simpsons movie, yeah. and Matt Groening said that he would be happy to have a 20th season. <laughs> and here we are, season twenty-eight. Yeah. And you know, and and that's that was two thousand seven, I think, when the movie came out. Sounds right. Yeah, that was almost a yep. decade ago. Yeah. That movie is no longer new by any standard. Nope. But it's it does have Spider Pig. It does. Spider Pig is like an old gag now. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Spider Pig is like Spider-Pig. a cowabunga. Spider Pig. <laughs> Does whatever Spider Pig does, <laughs> but boy, it sticks. <laughs> there you go, it does stick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> you like that? He has a good pun. From a web, no, we can't. He's a pig. <laughs> no, we can't, because he's a pig. <laughs> uh, Homer is pure id. <laughs> I guess uh, so is Bart to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. Idy. Yeah. Id he really? Yeah, keep it, keep keep it coming. Keep it coming. <laughs> oh my God! Well, look, guys. I mean, this was a hopefully the first of many chances that we get to talk about the Simpsons on this show. Um, how lucky are we that it was Nancy Cartwright that we got to talk to? I mean, you know, it's appropriate that the character that started it all for for us is Bart. And that's the first cast member that we ever had the privilege of talking to. And who knows? I mean, maybe we could keep it going, eventually get down to everybody. There's there's a lot of Simpsons stories. We all have them. Uh, and we could go on forever. But well, we do I'll be to... honest with you, Mark. If you could just arrange it so that the entire rest of the cast could One just shot. come in here into the studio. Like if this was me. an actor studio? Yeah, I would. that would make it easier for me. 
in my schedule. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you could get, you get the ball rolling on that, I'd appreciate it. All right. I'll do my best. Yeah. Ben, do you have any parting words, any any in, any uh, news insights, anything that you'd like to say to Simpsons For the fans? collectors out there yeah. especially, what, what what's the what's the toy for the Simpsons to get this year? Are there any? Actually, actually, it looks like the toy line is winding down. It doesn't seem to be anything out there, but the hot ticket right now are cells from the show. If you can get any of the art cells, um, they go a bit. They get a bit pricey. Uh, if you have one of the family in them, they're two hundred plus. If you have more than one family member, double that price. If you have a number of characters from the show, main characters from the show, you can you can probably pick up. Uh, a Mo or a Barney or a Mo and a Barney for about a hundred bucks, but the cells are the ticket now. The actual cells from the show, from the uh, actual show, and they're hard to find. But if you can find them, they're worth the gold. I would love to get a Mark Hamill cell, and then oh, that would be awesome. You could it. do that. Too. Yeah, from when Homer was the mayor's bodyguard. Yep. and Mark uh-huh. Hamill was it. They were at like a Comic Con thing. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, yeah. um, luck be a Jedi tonight. Luck be a yeah. Jedi yeah, tonight. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> it was a Guys and Dolls. Yeah, yeah, it was like a Guys and Dolls. Uh, spiff. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh-huh. I love that one. Uh, you know, and look, we could do a whole show just on the special guests that have been on The Simpsons and, and well, go through could. that. They we could, could but why, why narrow it? Uh, ben, what's your second favorite Simpsons episode? <laughs> Uh, it has to be probably any of the Treehouse of Horrors episodes. I just, I just love them. The, any of them. Okay. Well, one. Actually, I mean, there's, yeah. been, there's been 27 of them. So. so, yeah, you know what? We are going to play one more game before uh, before I let either one of you or the listeners go. Everybody just buckle the fuck up. <laughs> I'm thinking, what is your favorite uh, individual Treehouse of Horror story? Oh, okay. Ben? You're, you're, you're first again because you seem to be the best at this game. The Island of Dr. Hibbert. It was oh. a, a takeoff on the Island of Dr. Moreau where all the Simpsons characters end up being animals on the yeah, island. And, and Homer is a walrus, and Marge is uh, like a large jungle cat. Bart's a spider. <laughs> um, Lisa, what was Lisa? Lisa was. Was she the one who didn't change? Like she, she was a bird. It. She she ends up. I think she ends up dying in, in the episode. But it, it was incredible because at the end, you know, it's like they, they finally, you know, taking this Doctor Hibbert out, and the, they're lounging around this pool, and you know, the family's there, and and uh, Police Chief Wiggum's a pig, and you know, they're lounging around the pool, and. And Mark says, Homer, can you scratch that spot for me? And he takes his tusk because he's a walrus. He scratches mm-hmm. the spot on Mark's back. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's all helpful. I remember that one well. Um, I believe there was one where they just kind of they kind of copied the Twilight Zone movie. And there was like, oh. was it Homer on the plane? No, with like the Bart saw uh, it was he was on the bus. And he saw the uh, oh yeah yeah the gremlin the, the gremlin taking the wheel off the moving bus. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's that right. Was that's the one. that's the one I'm. Is that of. your favorite? Uh, yeah. That's, okay, yeah. good because otherwise you were breaking the rules and I would have had to uh, buzz you. <laughs> well, I just wanted to make <laughs> sure that right it, in. I just wanted to make you sure that make it really sure it happened. Was real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what, I'm remembering this, or maybe it should happen. 
<laughs> that would be if it, if okay. it existed. Well, this is my favorite idea for one. Okay. No, and that, I'll that, change it again. And that actually is a classic one. I had forgotten well, about that. I might have picked it if I Don't they it. do that one also where the, where Bart has, like, the magical powers of that boy? Remember, like, who, who's in the yep. Twilight Zone movie? Oh, yeah, that's the same episode, right? Yeah. yeah. 27 yeah, years, three <laughs> stories apiece. They probably did knock out all I the I think it was in the same one, though. Zone. Yeah, I think I it was. I don't think it was in the same one. I think it was. I think the whole. Are, I think the those whole would both be the was, middle stories, the strong ones. I don't think. Uh, but but anyway, you had your chance. Settle down. Man. And the yours? show's almost over. My favorite. I think. Man, I'm I'm kind of mad that you remembered the Bart Simpson mm-hmm. uh, uh, Gremlin one. That one is so good. Uh, but I think my <laughs> favorite was uh, off the top of my head when the fan when uh, it was it started out like a, I know what you did last summer. With the family driving, uh-huh. I know this one. Yeah. And then they run over Ned Flanders. Ned Flanders. <laughs> Only it turns out later that yeah. Ned Flanders was a werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Whole, yeah, like so it was okay right. to kill him, but they didn't kill him. <laughs> yeah. And and the guess I forgot to put the fog lights in. <laughs> that is going to be that was something that Homer said when he was eating some sugar crisp in the car. <laughs> And that is going to be burned in my brain more than the uh, sugar crisp oh, jingle itself. That's a good it's just one. hardwired now. That's a good one. That's a good one. Mm. See how much fun that we is. had just talking about a show that's only been able to manage 28 seasons on TV? Uh, so. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. God. Oh, well. All right. Well, you know what? We could, as, as we said before, before we actually fell for it. We could do this all night, uh-huh. but I feel like we've said enough. And, uh, Marky, you're going to go ahead and get James L. Brooks, Matt Granig, Dan Castellaneta, Julie Kavner, everybody to come in and talk with me, right? Yeah, I'm working on Sam Simon also. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's not as interesting. Get me Harry Shearer, who I think <laughs> I think might not even be on the show anymore. I think this might be his last season. I don't know if well, they came to Sam an agreement. That's, that's a sad story. That, oh, you are making a really bad dead guy joke. I was, but you just let it linger, and now I feel like a jerk. Oh, okay, good. I'm yeah. glad you have to you face that. Squash that right away. <laughs> Jesus, God. I was thinking of Al. Like the nicest guy too. Al I mean, Jean, or is Al Jean in prison for pedophilia? I can't remember. That's the subway guy. I don't think so. He signed my uh, Comic Con badge a couple of years ago. So. He found it. No, he he signed it. Oh, he signed it. I thought he, he said signed he it. Yeah, he's he all been now, Bart and he comes anywhere. A writer or a producer, a producer actually drew a Bart on the back of my Comic Con badge and signed it. You have the How coolest Comic Con badge ever. It looked pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder. But then again, I guess show... some storyboarding. <laughs> yeah, everybody on the show takes lessons in drawing Bart, so. If they if they have to do an autograph, they they can all do a quick Bart sketch. <laughs> that's that's a little top out there. That's that's cool though. Bart again, see, again. It's all about see, Bart. Yep. See, Al Jean doesn't have his own Bart. character, so I understand why he wouldn't draw Bart. But I mean, Dan Castellaneta <laughs> should be drawing Homer. No. Julie Kavner yeah. should be drawing Marge. Yeah. Uh, Harry Shearer and uh, Hank Azaria, I guess, have their pick of the litter. And we know that Nancy can name one character. Yeah. Nancy cannot just draw a Bart, but she could draw. She could paint a Bart and have it displayed in a major yeah. studio yeah. during. She, she really <laughs> kind of puts Matt Groening to shame there. <laughs> oh, that's as good a place as any. Okay. Well, again, even though, as we've said several times before, we forgot to stop the show. This is a fountain of of things to talk about, and we hope you at home are going to keep talking about it. But as far as us here tonight. 
I think that's about enough of this. That's enough of this. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Oh, this is enough of this.